Welcome to Dice Camera Action in audio form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Wolf. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. For the current Tomb of Annihilation storyline as a walk-up to adventures in the jungles of Chult, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa. Or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. We'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. And welcome to the jungle, my friends. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Dice Camera Action. Hello! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Uh, so, last week, to jump right in, the Waffle Crew had a throwdown with the ancient red dragon, Clouth. And the dragon had its heart set on obtaining the Ring of Winter, which is currently on the finger of one Paltan Seppa, bard extraordinaire, uh, who is unknown to his friends under the ring's control and uh, not willing to part with it. The dragon, uh, thwarted by various attacks and attempts to distract it, uh, knocked a wall down on top of the Waffle Crew, burying almost everybody. Uh, and some, pe- some of the party members are still buried under said wall. Um, one person who is not buried under there is the Waffle Crew's newest companion, a tabaxi hunter named Bag of Nails, who, uh, discovering... Um, that he was kept getting thrown off the dragon and knocked about, grabbed onto a rope ladder and is climbing up to this thing, flying overhead, the Acquisitions Incorporated airship, which has already lobbed one harpoon at the dragon and missing horribly. Uh, Paltern was buried under the rubble, but is no longer buried. Uh, He was pulled up to his feet by Dieth, if I remember correctly. So Diath tried to purloin the ring off of Paulton, uh, but Paulton was having none of it. Uh, grabbing onto Paulton's other hand is Simon, his trusty puppet companion, and Strix is nearby, and I believe, Strix, that you are currently in gaseous form, correct? I am currently in gaseous form, yes. Okay. And Anna, who has lost her voice for a number of days now, but has just started to regain it, um, Evelyn, I believe, is still fluttering around near her party now in front of said dragon. What does that say? <laughs> blah, 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 Okay. And when last we left the party, it was Strix's turn. Now, Strix, before you uh, act, mm. the dragon, using a free action, uh, is staring down Paulton, and Paulton, as it talks, you can feel just heat washing over you, and the air ripples around you from that heat as it, as it breathes. Um, and it says to you, The ring is raw elemental power like me. We have much to learn from each other. Mm. Do 
Got wise it. thing. Give it to me now. Or I'll incinerate your friends. Oh. Ooh. I don't <laughs> like that plan. Also remember that Strix cast Death Ward spells on Evelyn, Paulton, and DF. So should you ever get uh, dropped down to zero hit points, you will drop to one instead. And as this happens, as the dragon uh, bellows this at Paulton, Strix, what do you, if anything, want to do? Well, so Paulton, so he's pinning Paulton down, right? He basically is not at the moment. Um, Paulton was buried by the wall. Then the dragon came over on top of the wall, cleared the rubble off of Paulton so that he could have more words with him, and then D.F. pulled uh, Paulton up to his feet. So Paulton is standing nose to nose with this jumbo jet-sized red-scaled reptile. Uh, uh, Is there any way that I could, like, materialize in front of everyone? Yeah, you could insert yourself into the conversation in that way, yes. Is there any way I could insert myself into the conversation? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Do you want to just sort of gaseous cloud, make your way over there and kind of form up in front of the dragon, or do you want to, like, misty step in gaseous form in front of the dragon, or what? Yeah, I would, yeah, I would like to do that, like, really, like, really fast, like, (laughs) I'm just going to stand there for a second and Uh just look at him and go, look, I know that you're a big bad blood dragon like you, and we're going to, don't worry about the ring. I'm just telling you not to kill us right now, Cutter, because I'm going to tell you that we're trying to save everyone, right? And and there's treasure. There's treasure under here. We're trying to stop the soulmonger, which is a thing that's collecting souls, which means that people can't be resurrected anymore, which means that no one can make magical items anymore, which means that you can't get treasure anymore. So if we don't stop them, please don't kill us. If we don't stop it, then you won't get any more treasure. I, that's the dark chant, and I promise you, this is the truth. The, it, you can smell it. You can smell where the tomb is. And she pees herself a little. <laughs> Gaseous pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. <laughs> Involve treasure, at least. He likes treasure. <laughs> Can Evelyn aid her persuasion by nodding heartily? Oh, my God. No. Darn. Uh, 26. Okay. Uh, Nice. It says... I will give that some thought after the ring is given to me. That's fine! Because <laughs> she walk over to Paulton and be like, give me the ring! Or she looks back at Paulton and is like, hand it to me! Yes. And uh, at that moment, um, uh, Strix, make a perception check. Okay. Oh, that's a seven. Okay. <laughs> you, you see and detect nothing else. And uh, I'm too busy crying. You don't know where, as far as you know, dragon bait and waffles are still buried under the stone of the collapsed wall. You don't know where they are. It would be their turn now, but you don't hear or see anything. Paulton, what do you do when Strix says this and the dragon responds? 
Oh, that's that's uh, that's the question of the day, isn't it? Yep. A lot of people tuning in this evening to find out what the answer to this question is. <laughs> okay. Including me. So I am under the ring's control. Yes. And the ring has instructed me not to give it to the dragon. Correct. And Does the reason, that... and the reason uh, you sense that the ring doesn't want to is because it, it believes that the dragon's will might be stronger than its, and it does not want to be controlled by a creature that mighty. Okay. Now, does that prevent me from taking the ring off in general? No, as long as you can keep it out of the dragon's hands. Okay. So, I'm going to, if I may, I'm going to look at the dragon. I'm going to say, all right, you want it? I'm going to take the ring off. Okay. Now, does, t- does taking it off and putting it on a different hand count as a... Is that a free action? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to say, you want it? And I'm going to put it on the hand of hell. Okay. Your severed hand, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to open a dimension door. Okay. And I'm going to throw the hand through it and say, go get it. Okay. All right. As soon as the hand flies through the dimension door and then the dimension door just collapses, the dragon just goes, <laughs> like this. Uh, like I can't believe what you have just done. I'm looking back at him just like, <laughs> better go get it. Uh, and uh, okay. Bag of nails. <laughs> oh, uh, Paulton, do you want to do anything else? You're going to stand your ground? You're going to move? You're going to just basically stay where you are? Because all you've done basically is take an action to cast the spell and throw the hand through. I'm uh, terrified. Okay. That, so I'm just kind of waiting to see. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, bag of nails. Uh, when last we left you, you had jumped up onto the rope ladder. Right. Um, and hadn't, hadn't climbed up yet. Uh, and you're not sure what just sort of went on back there. You can just see the big posterior of the dragon and hear it talking to the party. At that point in time, bam! You slam into the wall of a ruined building um, oh. as, as the ladder basically just takes you up against it. And okay. then from above, hanging from the rigging, a gnome says, Watch out! <laughs> okay, do I hold on? <laughs> yes, yes. It's you sort of get the air <laughs> knocked out of you for a second, but yes, you do hold on to the ladder. Okay, I immediately assume these people are idiots, uh, and I'll continue climbing the rope. Okay. Can I get the end of my action? At the end of your action, you are on the deck of the ship. So if I look around in a real quick perception check, yeah. I mean, are these are these dudes legit, or are they sort of imbeciles? Uh, everything that, well, make a, actually, make a wisdom insight check. Uh, wisdom uh, insight. Yeah, and if you don't have insight, it's just your wisdom bonus. So, uh, 13. Okay. You think that they're imbeciles. And, okay. uh, there are only three, there are only three of them. There is a female elf on the wheel, uh, which, if you look at the deck of the ship here, it's sort of between the harpoon gun and the fire furnace, that... 
provides the flame. Sure, yeah. Uh, and then there's a gnome hanging to the rigging on the side of the ship, very close to you right now. And then okay. there's the tiefling who's standing behind the harpoon gun, uh, which is now loaded. But oh, it's loaded. They just finished loading the second harpoon in it last week. And okay. you said last week that you wanted to be the one to fire it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the tiefling is, just tells you it's ready to go. That's amazing. So I have no idea that, <laughs> that the party below me has a chance to maybe escape this doomed fate. So I'm going to take the action I was hoping to take. Okay. So I'm going to put that harpoon right in this beast's back. Okay. I would like you to make a perception check. Okay. That may oh, not be no. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, 10. I got three. I rolled a three plus seven. Okay. A 10 is just high enough to tell that even though the tiefling told you that it's locked, loaded, and ready to fire, that there is a locking latch um, that's uh, in place that prevents it from turning, uh, that you can basically remove or lift that latch with your foot. Um, had, Good. You, had you failed the check, if you had tried to turn the harpoon gun, you wouldn't have been able to. I think that may have been a better call because I think this is going to lead directly to my own demise. Pull <laughs> the latch. Okay. And I'm best aim I possibly can, and I'm going to destroy this huge red beast and in turn die in one fell swoop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, make a uh, d20 roll, and I will... What am I adding to this? What's this for? Is this to, to hit? So the, the harpoon gun has a bonus to hit of plus six, which you can add to the roll. Okay, and then do I get any of my pluses? Because I'm badass with it. That's actually <laughs> true. I will let you use your longbow attack bonus, which is plus 12. Oh, God. That's plus 18. I'm going to hit him. And I'm <laughs> no, it's, it would just be plus 12. You would use that instead of the harpoon oh, plus. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, this is a good way to die. I think to my, I, start, I start going through the, my, my history of my life, and I start immediately playing that last breath. Uh-huh. Because I'm about to die. Okay. Do you, do so you I, say any of that out loud, or is it all just in your head? <laughs> that's, all, that's all in... Uh, I'm starting to, to mumble to myself in my senile way. So I just okay. rolled the die. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you see it? Wait, wait, there. wait. Is that... that what? Is that 20? Ah! <laughs> oh, that's a crit. <laughs> <laughs> that's God's honest crit. Oh! All right. Legit roll. And there's no better way to die than this moment. Very good. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, this is it. I would like you to roll 12d10. I just rolled a crit. <laughs> yeah. Roll 12d10 for the damage. 12d10? Yes, you do double damage on a crit. Oh, my God. Okay. Nine. Let me count. All right. Six, so nine. Eight, nine. One. Ten. Six. How many is that? That's six, that's three. Nine. Okay, that's four. Eight. That's five. Six. Oh my God. Three. Hang on. Seven. Okay, you're up to 49 damage right now. Seven. Seven more. 56. Eight. I swear to God, those are all real rolls. I swear on my daughter's Eight. eyeballs, those are all true rolls. Excellent. <laughs> 
So that's been, let's see, four, eight, nine. That's ten rolls. You have two more. Zero. That's a ten. Ten. And a one. All right, you do 75 points of damage with that. Um, so as, as the hand disappears <laughs> through the door and the dragon sort of rears his head up and starts sniffing around, um, his nostrils flaring as he tries to basically catch the scent of where the ring and the hand have gone, a huge harpoon shoots and sticks right in the back of his skull. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. What? I jump on the front of the boat and start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> my arms up like the like in Titanic. <laughs> All right, and uh, as you do that, uh, you notice that the tiefling staying next to you just backs away from you. <laughs> All right, uh, the dragon lets out a deafening roar so loud that every creature in Omu and the nearby jungle can probably hear it. Uh, and uh, that's Bag of Nails' turn. Uh, the Acquisition Inc. balloon crew, um, they're sort of stunned for a moment, and they don't know what to do next. Do you want to say anything to the Bag of Nails? Yeah. Are you totally caught up in your fugue? I'll say plunge, plunge this thing into its back. <laughs> 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 the the elf the elf behind the wheel says, "Come again." <laughs> it is a great day. <laughs> uh, the gnome says, "He's crazy. He's he's insane. We can't do that. He's not our captain. Who's our captain?" And the the tiefling says, "I'll be captain." <laughs> I'll, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll, it's a command. Like, okay. I'll command. All right. Um, I'll, I'll make a, make a intimidation check for me on the sly. Uh, that would just be a charisma check for you. So you're plus two. Two. So 12, so I got 14. Okay. Um, they're actually pretty feeble. So they're, they're kind of intimidated by that. Uh, I'll <laughs> say we can end this creature. Dive this thing into his back. <laughs> No! <laughs> I love that he's just going to ruin Omen's airship. I know. I love it. Ruin it. Give me the Take best. Take it down. Eat shit, Omen. Run. <laughs> uh, the tiefling sort of uh, braces himself against the railing. And he says, "Well, I always knew I was going to die this way." <laughs> and uh, the and Tweed is like, "Aye, aye, Captain." And uh, looks at the elf. Uh, she seems to be, of the three, probably the most sensible. Um, but uh, as she looks past Bag of Nails toward the bowsprit, that nice sharp protrusion on the front of the vessel, um, and uh, not wanting to catch the, the Catman's wrath, uh, you see her move the wheel and uh, make some lever adjustments uh, that seems to take the ship on a downward trajectory. Nice! <laughs> and the rest of the party here is, dive! <laughs> All right. This is funny. Klauth, 
goes next. Oh. Um, so did you just sort of throw the hand in a random direction as far out as you possibly could? Uh, yeah, it unfortunately needs to be within 120 feet because I still want to have my link to the hand. Oh, so, got it. Okay. But did I, is there any way like, I don't know, retroactively I could perceive like what a good like hiding place or somewhere that looked like it's like, okay, he has a good shot there. Yeah, absolutely. And there's lots of tumble down ruins around. So the hand could be scuttling underneath a bunch of that for cover Mm -hmm. and basically staying out of line of sight. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Um, Klauth, almost like a gigantic 6,000 ton kitty cat, uh, turns and goes bounding off in a direction, uh, in that direction. Yeah, he really, really wants that ring. Uh, and as he turns, uh, his tail just sort of flashes over you all and, and sort of follows him out off the ruin in that direction. Now, on the ground, he can move uh, 40 feet as movement. So he's going to basically double move in the direction of the hand. Time to go. All right. Uh, and he will... Oh, wait. No, that's... No. No. He is going to start moving in that direction, and then he is going to uh, look up at the airship coming, <laughs> coming in toward him using his advanced situational awareness, uh, and then the wands that are in his wingtip talons point up and fire together. <laughs> oh, no! So the first thing that happens is a fireball streaks from one of the wands... <laughs> up toward the airship and detonates on deck. Oh, God. Uh, So Bag of Nails, make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Uh, I don't even think it matters. I rolled an 18, which is crazy, but plus 5, so 23. Okay. That's really good. Half. Remember, I took 82 damage on the front side. You did. And, uh, I, I don't think, Holly, you put a, um, a death ward on Bag of Nails. Is that correct, to the best of your recollection? I did not, no. Okay. He, had, he, had been, he was way far away. He was away too far away, yep. Okay, well, fortunately, the, the wand's save DC is much lower than the dragon, so you only needed a 15 to succeed. So you're going to take half damage from the fireball. you have evasion? I don't have evasion, although I feel like I should. <laughs> 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 uh, let's see if you do have anything here. I don't think so. You're a ranger. Um, do, do, oh, yeah, do, you're do. Okay. I'm checking your spells, but I think you used up all your spells. Uh, all right. I think that I'm excited to die right now, but I personally not. I'm very sad to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Chris could roll all ones. Just give me a, a second. All right. Uh, the tiefling failed his save. The gnome failed his save. Those guys are dead. And oh, yeah. the elf, the elf succeeded on hers. Still dead. Oh, still dead, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do, 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 do. So, um, they, uh, the two who failed uh, go up in flames. Oh, actually, the tiefling's got fire resistance, so he's only going to take half. Still dead. He is still dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
You'll, he'll um, just have a body afterwards. How mad is this omen's going to be? Uh, yes, so Hibner goes know. up in flames, uh, uh, shouting expletives as he dies. Uh, the gnome gets sort of blasted off the ship, and the rest of the party can see this little flaming body just sort of <laughs> <laughs> falling off the ship and just sort of down into the soot. Oh, man. <laughs> well, our body count's just going up. Uh, you will end up taking 11 points of damage from that bag of nails. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> and there's a chance. All right. Uh, so, and then the second wand goes off simultaneously, and it is a stroke of lightning uh, that uh, uh, targets the... Not you, but the harpoon gun. Um, But you are close enough to the metal harpoon gun to be electrocuted, so I would like you to make another dexterity saving throw. Oh, God. (laughs) It just went behind my... Uh, I rolled a 13, so eight. All right, Uh, so you're going to take half damage, which is... Half, half of just the residual damage. You're going to take three points of lightning damage. Oh, nice. Your harpoon gun, uh, as it's hit by the lightning, you just see its casing kind of crack open and it explodes into a million shards. Okay. Great. Um, amazing. Um, they'll sing about this in song. Ready for eons past. <laughs> We'll definitely hum about it. All right, and that's the end of Klaus' turn. Evelyn. For a character who wants to die, you've certainly lived a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at this point, just jump on Klaus' back and bite him. Yeah. <laughs> Coming. All right, and as uh, the rest of you can see, the airship is tilting down, its huge long bowsprit aiming <clears throat> down toward the dragon, and there's smoke and fire coming off of it as it descends with the screaming cat at the front. And then, Evelyn, you are up. You see the dragon go off after what you assume to be Paulton's severed hand. Evelyn was always already in the process of, like, making sure everyone was okay after the wall collapse. And so she had, one by one, like, accounted for everybody except for Waffles. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, she grabs Strix's arm and is like, help me find Waffles, and she starts digging. Okay. And dragon bait. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, I would like you to make a perception check to make sh- see if you're digging in the right place. <coughs> to use a uh, Raiders Ten. of the Lost Ark line. But that's okay. why I asked. That's why I asked Strix because she has such good perception. Yeah. So help. can she I help So me? I would give you advantage on the check if you could smell Dragonborn, but you can't. Um, no, I'm not looking for dragon bait. I'm looking I know. for waffles. Well, they're, they're I, oh, together. I can't smell anything. Huh? You can't smell anything. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why Aww. I asked for. That's uh, why but, I asked for help. Uh, but gaseous Strix, uh, you can also make a perception check. Right, I'm I'm solid now. So oh, solid. okay, solid Strix. <laughs> um, oh wow. Okay. Jeez. Uh, Twenty one. <laughs> okay. Um, you think that you can hear? waffles underneath the rubble um, and uh, coming from the same general place and both dragon bait and waffles were very close together when they were buried 
uh, you can also hear, or I should say smell, uh, a strong scent of ham. <laughs> All right. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'll point to where Waffles is and send Evelyn because she's stronger. Yeah. I'm just be like, Waffles that way. And I'm like, ham this way. <laughs> she's basically from. pointing in the same place. Um, okay, good. And so Evelyn, waffles and ham. Make it, Evelyn, just make a strength athletics check for me to determine how, how, you, how well you dig through this. 21. Okay. Yeah, you start to r- just throw huge chunks of stone left, right, everywhere else. And uh, uh, as you uh, remove uh, one stone, uh, you see uh, Dragonbait's arm still holding his sword that had been sort of pinned down under the stone as sort of free and starts nice. to sort of move around. And, oh, you're, and you clear out enough now that you can actually kind of make out the, the, the growls of uh, the waffles coming up oh, from she's below. she's so mad. Um, based on... Like, and this looks really cool because Evelyn's really strong, so yeah. she's like hefting these huge pieces of rock. She's like, my baby, where is she? Yes. Waffles. Throwing rocks hither and thither. My baby! <laughs> All right. Uh, Strix and Diath, make another perception check for me. <clears throat> Okay. I got a two. <laughs> Don't worry. I got this. Uh, 23. That's good. All right. <laughs> uh, Dieth, you can see uh, closing in around the wreckage of the wall, sort of closing in around your position, are what appear to be dozens of serpents. Oh, come on. It ends. Yeah. Come on. Obviously drawn here, not only by the collapsed wall, uh, but by the dragon's loud bellow. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. And uh, it is your Wouldn't turn. Wouldn't they be scared away by the dragon's bellow? They're hoping they can slip under the radar. Well, they did. <laughs> Goddamn snakes do not have their priorities straight. Yeah, but you are up, DF. Uh, how close are these snakes to us? They are about 30 feet away and closing, making their way uh, across the ground. Is it like just like a huge group of them coming at us? Or like yeah, they're, uh, you can see basically like a half dozen coming from this side and then like another half dozen coming from another angle. Are they coming in, in such a direction that it's going to like impede our progress to the end of this labyrinth? Some of them are, yes. Oh, there, there are three between you, the direction you want to go, and... Uh, they are, and then the others are kind of like coming out of broken walls or underneath other areas, and but they're they're all sort of converging on your location. All right. <clears throat> um, okay. Um, I'll tell Evelyn just to uh, just to keep getting them out of there, and then uh, GF will kind of like uh, start hopping down the rocks and kind of running his way towards. Uh, where we're trying to get to this entire friggin' time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, mm. uh, so like, you see, like, there's three directly impeding us, and like the other nine are kind of like elsewhere. Yep. Yep. Okay. I take uh, the small horn out of one of my belt pouches. Okay. And then, uh, do I think I could get the larger group 
all of them? Like, are they close by? I think I could probably get all of them within the horns. Uh, you, th- you think with the size of the horns blast, you could get about six of them in there. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do that just to hold them off or, or at least spook them. All right. So, yeah, I'll, I'm going to take out, I have this little horn. Yeah. Um, and then just like kind of close my eyes and just. <laughs> when, you, when you do that, it emits a thunderous blast in a 30 foot cone audible up to 600 feet away. And they have to make some constitution saving throws. Also, Chris, I forgot my aura of vitality. <gasps> oh, okay. So you can heal someone? Yep. Okay. Is there somebody you want to take care of with that? Strix was kind of the worst for wear, wasn't she? She took yeah, some damage. Yeah. 22 hit points left. Okay, yeah, I definitely heal Strix. So you get five, Holly. Sorry. Yay! And uh, also, uh, DF, I need you to roll percentile dice for me, or if you prefer, just roll a d10. Uh, I'm going to go percentile. Okay. Because I know what this means, yep. and I'm real scared. There's always a chance the horn may explode. <laughs> oh, 94. Okay, it does not explode. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> all right, uh, roll 5d6 thunder damage. Okay. As you blast these snakes and they go flying back. Uh-huh. 5d6? 5d6. All right. Here come the ones, baby! Ha <laughs> Uh, there was none. Hooray! Uh, 23 total. Oh, ow. Okay. Yeah, suck it, snakes. Did the rest of us be caught in that, or? No, I moved away from Yeah, he, oh. he aimed it away from you, so the uh. cone did not catch any of you. All right. Um, two of them look like they took a, a pile of damage, and three of them look like they took half damage. And, and then this, does this, is this a back away or definitely? Uh, they're deafened. Okay. Yeah, so they're deafened snakes. All right. Uh, so then they see Dieth go. That's right. <laughs> Strix, what do you do? Uh, that airship uh, is getting closer. <laughs> closer to the dragon. Well, actually, because the dragon has moved, the airship is actually going into just like you guys. It's coming towards Strix and Paulton <laughs> and Evelyn right now. Bag of nails, take the wheel. <laughs> I, like, I like. Well, I have to help get dragon bait and waffles out. So, uh, who? What can I do? Uh, I'm not strong. You can lift ten. Okay, ten I got it. You can lift ten pound pebbles with your mage hand. You just take care of them. <laughs> no, I can't. Them. No, I'm not leaving everyone. That's a terrible idea. I'm not going to do that. Uh, um. Um. Um, let's see. Can I sense where uh, Waffles is? Mm-hmm. Could I, could I try and, and polymorph her into, like, a tiny lizard? I think you have to be able to see her. Okay. So I was like, come on, you can get... All right, well, I'm just, I'm just going to help Evil and dig. I can't, I'm not going to leave them. Okay. Make a so. strength athletics check. <laughs> Here I go. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. I got a Did you 18. hear that laugh? That was I got an 18. <laughs> Excellent. You're able to actually lift stuff out. Um, Yay! And you're, you're so sort she of... has that, like, mother adrenaline. <laughs> yes. That, Evelyn, that's exactly <laughs> how you read it. You can't believe that Strix is moving some of these big stones out by herself, but she is, and, yeah, no end to the surprises. <laughs> She's uh, just going, no one's dying, no one's and as, dying. And as no you sort dying. of look over your shoulder, you see this 
burning ship <laughs> coming down upon oh my you. God. <laughs> and she just looks up at the ship and she's like, oh, they're going to be so mad. All right, yes, yes, yes. All right, the Yuanti. Um, the ones that you blast, DF. Yep. Uh, Run. Two of them sort of slip away uh, through walls and disappear from sight. Good. The other three turn into their normal selves. Now, two of them look like uh, snake-headed women. And they've got bows and they've got scimitars. The third one is more human than that. He, he looks like just a man. Uh, he is not wearing armor. He's wearing basically just a loincloth and but his scales are jet black and have almost like an iron-like um, quality to them. Like his skin itself is a malleable suit of armor that encases him. And, and you can that. see these sort of yellow slit eyes um, under his, his dark, scaly brow. And uh, he, he looks like a human, but a different kind of Yuanti, a more human type of Yuanti. Not one that I've encountered before. You have never encountered never encountered quite anything like this before. Great. And uh, transforming was basically their action, so they can't do anything else. These three who are now confronting you, and they're they're about twenty feet away from you. Uh, the other thing you notice about the one uh, with the black scales is that uh, he has got he is wearing this sort of golden collar that looks like some sort of either religious or ceremonial um, piece of jewelry. It looks quite old. It's got gems embedded in it, and it looks like a, an ancient piece of ceremonial jewelry, probably given to him by somebody important. Take it. I'm uh, just really afraid. They're like, we're here to help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As the dragon uh, lumbers toward where it believes the hand has gone, more of those little vegetable people leap out of bushes and accost the dragon with spears and just sort Yay! of stab it. Get em. And then you see uh, three or four creatures that made out of the same vegetable-like matter, but instead of being little tiny people with little veggie top knots, they're, they look like dogs. And they basically lunge onto the dragon's flanks and back and start to try to tear through its scales with their teeth maybe yeah. um, Yay! it doesn't they don't seem to be having a tremendous amount of effect other than annoying the dragon um, I get annoyed yeah that's fine they're territorial yes <laughs> and then Paulton you see the dragon lumber off in the direction you discarded the hand what do you do okay Evelyn and Strix are busy digging waffles out nearby so, like, after the hand's gone through and dragon starts right away, I'm like, huh. And you're about to be impaled on the bowsprit of a gigantic <laughs> airship. <laughs> this is so bad. It's like, huh. Uh, did not think this far ahead. <laughs> Where's DF? Uh, you look over your shoulder and you see Dieth has run down the pile of stone. Uh, he blasted his horn, which you heard clear as day, um, and is facing off against three Yuanti, all of whom seem to have taken damage from that horn of his. I'm just going to call out to him really quick. 
Like, DF, you're smart. Any ideas? <laughs> I didn't think we'd get this far. <laughs> Either get them out or clear the way. Get them out, clear the way. Get them out, clear the way. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, how, okay, so this ship is heading straight toward us. Yeah. Does it, how, like, do I have, like, a rough guesstimate of how long like, is it like about to hit or is it like, oh, that's coming. We should probably do at, something. At the that. rate it's descending, it could hit you momentarily. Um, the wild card is uh, the, the tabaxi on the deck. We don't know what he's going to do, if anything, uh, as the ship is going down and he's going down with it. Uh, it's just, it's who, just nose diving for you. Who is, how, okay, so who's, cl- who's like, Pretty close to me. Uh, Strix and Evelyn. And how, and, and how far are they? They're like 10 feet away. And Simon is right next to you. Okay. So right now it feels like the priority is, oh God, there's a ship that's going to crash into us, do yes. something. Yeah, it's about six seconds away from running you through. Okay. Um... Can I throw up a hut to try and protect everyone nearby? You can, if you have the spell. Yep. Yep. Okay, okay. that's what I'm going to do. A waffle, like, a magical oh. dome of energy encompasses Paulton, Simon, Evelyn, and Strix on top of this mound of collapsed rubble. And it's like a very Strix-like reaction. Like, I see the ship, I'm just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. So, boom, it comes out all around you. Now, Paulton, you have the ability to dim this thing so that it's sort of, you can't, See, uh, yeah. don't look at it. <laughs> I'm gonna make it. I, w- I want to make it like as clear as possible. Okay, so I can be like, I want to see what happens. <laughs> okay, uh, I want to know if this works. <laughs> so, bag of nails, as this ship is irrevocably plunging toward the ground and the city below, you see this dome of energy spring up around your new companions, which you assume is right. some sort of protective effect. Um, you don't know what the ship of this size is going to do, but what would you like to do? You are right on the bow, as you said. The um, the dragon okay. has sort of run off in a direction. Okay. Um, so I, I don't feel like I can save this boat at this point, right? This is this thing's going down no matter what. You're not sure. Okay. You, you might have a better I, idea if you were like near the wheel where the, the wheel and the levers are. Not really my specialty flying uh, a balloon boat, but I'm going to flip back there. Okay. I'm going to try to save more or less. The idea is that I want to save this instrument of battle so I can still attack the ground. Okay. So I'm going to pull it up and whatever lever he hit to go down, I'm going to yeah. kick it the other way. All right, uh, you do see the blackened, charred corpse of the elven woman kind of still clutching onto the wheel mm. uh, when you get there. So you just sort of pry her charred fingers off of the wood and cast her aside uh, and sort of crank back on the lever. Now, you do, given your current options, you think, one, you could crash into your party. Two, you could try to veer the ship off and still continue on its trajectory, hit the dragon, or you can do as you said, which is pull the ship up. Um, it's pretty easy. The lever, you crank it, and the, the nose starts to angle upward instead of downward. Okay. I, um, I'm the only one alive on the ship, correct? Correct. Can I do a with? I mean, do I feel like I have the ability to fly this thing? Because 
as close as I am to the ground, it's a pretty good time to flip off. Yeah, how hard could it be? Right? I yeah. mean, I'm a cat. They never land anything else <laughs> up to Yeah. All right. So as you pull the lever back and the nose comes up, uh, Paulton, you realize that the ship is no longer in any danger of colliding with you or the party. Damn it. And it just sort of comes, it passes over you. You see its giant skids. One of them just sort of brushes up against the top of the dome as it scrapes by. Uh, we did it! <laughs> so, Chris, but looking at this, do I think I can fly it? I mean, you think it's pretty easy. Um, now, it, it looks that way because the wheel basically controls a direction. The lever tells you, gives you lift or, or whatnot. Uh, you don't think it's that hard a problem? It can't be that hard. These three morons were doing it. Okay. Then I'm going to crank this baby around and try to ram the back side of that drag. All right. Uh, I'll get... <laughs> so the ship is now directly above the rest of the party, turning on its horizontal axis in the direction of the dragon. And you hear the from the top. I'll, I'll stick my face over the side and I'll say, sing of me in song. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go driving towards the dragon. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, Do a barrel roll. Uh, Nate, roll a d20 for me. This is for the hand. I just want to get... I'm having it make a stealth check. Uh, so, uh, am, I, am, I, uh, am I adding anything uh, to this two? To <laughs> okay. Yes, but it won't make any difference. I mean, this 40. <laughs> All right. Um, it's fine, it's small, it's skittering. <laughs> uh, so the dragon just sort of pounces on it like a cat. No! Uh, with its two claws. And uh, chuckles to itself. <laughs> then it crawls up. I have it, it's mine. It's mine! Finally. <laughs> oh no. Oh no! Uh, hmm. Is it the hand's turn? Uh, nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, on Clouth's turn, um, he doesn't do much else except uh, cackle at, uh, at pinning down, or he, you can't see where the hand is. It's too small and too lost in the rubble. You only get Clouth's read on the situation. Um, but it is at that point when a large chunk of stone comes flying through the air and tries to strike the dragon and, in fact, does hit it right in the side of its head. Oh! <laughs> Lol. Um, since Evelyn and Strix are digging, I'll let Paulton and Bag of Nails make a perception check to see nice. if they see where this rock came from. Nineteen. Nice. Plus, yeah, it's good. Plus seven, I think. So 26? Uh, 18. Both of you see through the ashen rubble approaching the dragon are three frost giants. No! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Did this they follow amazing. us? <laughs> um, and uh, the lead one 
uh, is a big, towering, uh, 24, 25-foot-tall female giant with uh, uh, a rusted helm with great, with this sort of white dragon fin coming off the top oh. of it. And she's clutching something that looks like a big necklace around her neck. And she says, Andele Ringen. And uh, the other two beside her are both males, uh, equally humongous. Uh, one of them has a chunk of a root, like, looks like the top of an obelisk that he's preparing to throw, and he just heaves it at the dragon's head, hitting the dragon again. Um, so both of, their, both of their chunks of stone just wallop the dragon, and it's sort of stunned momentarily by the strikes. Uh, and one of the giants shouts uh, to his companions, Da Forvant! Do any of you speak? Do any of you speak giant? No, no, absolutely not. Okay. Matt, Matt, have we mentioned that we had a, a lot of unfinished business? <laughs> a few skeletons in our closet, if you will. I mean, yeah. welcome to Storm King's Thunder. Yeah. And, and start looking around for Strahd. Is Strahd coming to? Yeah, great. Uh, the female giant shouts at the dragon. Uh, she uh, just absolutely barks at the top of her lungs. Dogor Ekra Horsam Heist! Oh, that's amazing! And uh, <laughs> the dragon says, You're too late, Ice Witch. You will, ice. She <laughs> says, You will not freeze the world on my watch. And uh, then it is Evelyn's turn. Oh my god. Evelyn. Oh, great. Uh, you want to make another strength check? Yeah. All right, excellent. So, who else wants this thing? Anyone? Any takers? Okay, hello? Yeah. It's up for grabs. Uh, 16. Uh, you uh, you uh, pull off enough rubble now that Dragon Bait can basically climb out. And you can see that he has sort of been bodily keeping a lot of the rocks from falling onto Waffles. Uh, and you see Waffles' head just sort of boop, poke up through oh, a big no. hole, and it just sort of unfluffs itself in front of you. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, Dragon oh, bait is the best. I give Dragon bait a huge hug and, like, yeah. a kiss on the cheek. All right. And I don't uh, say anything to him because he never says anything to me and no one's ever mentioned that he communicates via <laughs> smell to me. So I just think he's mute and I don't understand why I can't understand him. But I just, like, share a silent look okay. with him because I think that's how he communicates. And then I go and I, like... <laughs> Kiss waffles all over the face and keep trying to figure out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Dia, <laughs> you are. You've got uh, the three you want to staring you down. <sighs> and all this is going on behind behind me. You hear giant voices behind you. Jesus Christ! And the, 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 the Yuanti still look like we better get Dia. They're not like oh shit, we better stop the ice giants or the dragon or anything. No. Great. God damn it. <laughs> well, they seem plenty distracted. So uh, is there a way I can give this horn another toot and hit as many uh, yonti as possible? Mm-hmm. 
let's see. Yeah, you just use an action and blurp, there it goes. Um, yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, make another, excuse me, uh, percentile check to go see to how the horn... first? Yeah. All right. And I'll make the saving throws for these guys. Okay. Uh, it's pretty high, 77. Very good. Okay, so the horn is fine. Uh, and roll your damage, 5d6. Get out of the way! This time they they know it's coming. They kind of try to brace themselves as best as they can. However, uh, they all failed their save. Now this one isn't nearly as good. Uh, this one is 15 damage. Okay. All right. Um, so they aren't... They are all deafened. Um, okay. And do you want to move at all, or are you going to stand your ground and keep these guys um, from getting to your friends? What's the current situation of the rest of my party? So you see the Waffle Hut, a transparent mm-hmm. dome scintillating on top of the rubble pile. Uh, you can see Dragon Bait is now out of the rubble. You can see him perfectly clearly. He's standing next to Evelyn. Uh, she's hugging him. And you can hear the big ball of fur that is uh, Waffles and uh, see Strix pulling more stones away uh, from the owlbear to clear a path that she can escape on her own. Okay. So who, who and there's actually, a gigantic ship that has turned to face the dragon and is beginning to move off in that direction with all due haste. Great. Uh, who's actually inside the hut? Paulton, Evelyn, Strix, Dragonbait, and Waffles. Okay. Ow. Okay. Great. Uh, so they're all protected. He built us a nice safe house. They're this all protected. Lit. Yeah. But Paulton, Paulton popped up, and I was not inside, which means I cannot enter. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Um, I'll, I'll probably still use my movement to kind of retreat back to the hut to kind of get the rest of their attention. Okay. Uh, that would try to regroup everyone because we got to get going. At this point in time, you can hear the dragon bellow randomly and says, No! Where'd it go? Lol. The, the two hits in the head um, let the hand slip away. Oh! oh the hand got away. Yeah. So yes. the dragon's trying to sniff the air again and figure out where it went. Good boy, Andrew. All right. Uh, okay, Diath. I would like you to make three wisdom saving throws. Oh, boy. Um, Why the hell? Uh, my, my wisdom? Your wisdom. Uh, you, the Yuwanti, uh, one of them, the, the one with the sort of black armored skin says, Surrender. And the other two say, Come with us. Uh, no, 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 no. Now, I retreated back towards the Waffle Hut. You sure did. And would you say I'm pretty close to Evelyn? Uh, yes, with, would, the bar- with the barrier separating you. So That's would her aura plus five, plus five. help me out a yes. lot? Yes, it would. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I apologize in advance. All right, 3D20, here we go. Okay, okay, this is actually pretty good, pretty good. All right, so two of them are a total of 19. Okay. And one of them is total 26. Okay. Uh, You are able to resist their spells. Nice. Nice. Believe the light of Lathander and you shall be saved. But I, like, felt that, like, going through my brain. Mm-hmm. Mm, not cool. Okay. 
Uh, okay. All right, and that's the Yuan-Ti's turn. Uh, Paulton. So, hand got away. For now, yep. Is it, um, is it like coming towards me, or where did it scamper off to? Uh, so it is scampering away from the dragon and away from the giant. So it's moving as far away from the giants as it can, kind of perpendicular to the dragon, and uh, kind of on a, not on a direct course back to you, but it's kind of making its way, but it's, you can direct it, of course, because it's within your telepathic distance, but it doesn't want to bring the danger of the dragon back to you right away, so it's trying to put as much distance between all other creatures and it as possible. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and it's kind of moving erratically, trying to scuttle out of view by staying under stuff and in the weeds and under the ash and whatnot. There's a really cute chase cam going yeah, with yeah, exactly. the entire way. It's very comedic. Paulton's just like assessing. He's like, oh, "This is a snake people, it's a dragon, giants, a cat man driving a crossover ship." I'm like, wow, this is all a great setup for like a finale or something. That's interesting. Um, please hold. Oh uh, God. Okay. Okay. Um. Shoot! Help! I'm gonna. What? Help! Help! The, would oh right, Diet needs help. <laughs> Hello, but then, snakes <laughs> taking over the brain. <laughs> but that, but then the hut's gone, and then yeah. we're all in danger. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Look, greater good. <laughs> Diaz's face pressed up against the wall of the hut. <laughs> 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 I'm just pretending not. I'm pretending not to see it. You know, I'm just like, hmm. Mm. Could okay. So dimension doors only a one way thing, right? Like I wouldn't be. Able, so well, I believe you have to. Let me just double check the spell description here. The en- like I think it's like the entrance has to be where I am, right. and I can only yes. make an exit. Right. Man. Yes. That would have been cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell, I'm going to telepathically communicate to my hand Mm -hmm. to be super sneaky. Okay. Just like, seriously, dude, like, just be, just like, like bury yourself. Okay. And, um, I'm going to... Ah, oh, shoot, there's no way to get Diaz. There's not, like, a like a consent door I can be like, well, he's okay. Like, I can tell, like, the bouncers, like, just be like, no, he's fine. He's with us, and he can't get in the, the hut. We gotta, we gotta go, dude. <laughs> we can't stay. Just Time like, to right. leave. All right, I'm gonna tell everyone. It's like, all right, hut's going down. We gotta go. And I'm going to spell a hut, and then we gotta, we gotta make our way. Okay, you grab, you take Simon and make your way down the mound of rubble, uh, and there's there are three Yuanti standing between you and your path. You haven't technically taken an action yet. You just ended your concentration on the. I've already blasted them twice. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, there's two snake-headed ones with bows and scimitars, and then there's the black-skinned human uh, with the golden 
uh, circlet around his neck. Do they look relatively beat up, or are they stand in pretty um, strong? The, the, the black-scaled human seems to be more resilient than the other two. He doesn't look as bothered by the damage he's taken so far, uh, but they've all been hurt. Okay, can I try to uh, crown a madness on the black skin one? You sure can. Cool. All right. That's not one to cast at higher spells, right? It's spelled like spell uh, It won't change the DC. Uh, okay. Um, but well, then disregard. Let's see what it does. No, it, no. Okay. Okay. All right, but it does have to make a wisdom saving throw, and it is. It rolled a 13 on its save, which is not enough. So a crown of madness appears over his head. Just So then just as we're passing, it just lands. I'm just like, I just tell him to go for either one of its friends. Okay. Just like, Take your pick. <laughs> All right. So on its turn, it will start uh, beating up its friends. And Ooh. next up is Bag of Nails. Chris, how far away am I from the backside of this dragon? How far away would you like to be? Well, I think Matt would like to be very far, but I think the dragon is <laughs> really close. Okay, you can be as close to the dragon when your turn ends as you desire. Okay, how about this? Can I, on this round, shoot a harpoon, and then the next round, if he chooses to attack me, I'll be dead. But if he chooses not to and attack the giants, I can ram him. That's what I want to do. The harpoon, so the harpoon has been destroyed. Oh, that's right. That's or right. damage. It has been destroyed. It can be repaired, you think, but it got zapped by the lightning. Yeah, right this second. I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on trying to die. There is, however, on the aft of the ship, a giant crossbow. Okay. I don't think that's glorious enough, so okay. I'm going to ram the front side of the boat into the back side of the dragon. All right. Uh, so you're going to spear it? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, it's really against my human name to die, but I'm going to ram the shit out of him. Okay. Yes. Um, he knows you're coming, so make a airship attack. Uh, ram the ship out of him. Yeah, ram the ship. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. God damn it. Okay. Very good. What am I adding? Uh, just roll. This is an improvised weapon for you. 15. So it will be 15 plus your dexterity modifier. That's nice. I'll take a 20. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so as you dive toward the dragon, uh, intending to spear it through the back, uh, it moves in such a way, very cat-like in fact, that you just sort of glide off of it. Um, that it's You do not pierce its armored scales. And it just sort of shifts to one side and your ship kind of hits it and then kind of bounces off. And my move action and jump on its back. All right. You leap onto the dragon. Um, I'll just have you make a... He's going to bite him. He's going to bite him. He's going to do, yeah. it. do make, it. Just make an athletics check to see how graceful a jump it is for you. Three. That's, it's a three. It's a three. It's I a th- rolled a three. Okay. Uh, it's eight. All right. Um, I tried really hard. Okay. Uh, you sort of go tumbling um, down. Are we, what, what are you, you're trying to jump, jump onto the middle of his back, his neck, his head, where? Well, uh, I think I... It's hard to say because I, I was trying to go into his back. Okay. Like his, 
the center of mass. Okay. So hitting that, so I'm, I guess, I guess I'm trying to get on his back. Okay. Like, yes. Middle. Yeah, you succeed. You just don't land very well, um, and uh, that basically ends your turn as you just try to cling on to the the horned frills and things uh, on his back. Chris, I um, as I'm on his back, mm-hmm. I smile and think of my ancestors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're not too far. They're not too far away now. Today <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be next to you hunting in the badlands. All right. Uh, it is the dragon's turn. Um, as the ship just sort of drifts off in a certain random direction, um, the dragon says, "You are really starting to annoy me." Um, Think of the giants so close by. And then... And it uh, rolls on its back on all fours like a dog. And just come back and forth. Yeah. Uh, you see that's exactly what it does. Oh. It essentially just rolls on the ground trying to crush you <laughs> under its weight. Um, but it's, it's pretty cute, you know, for a dragon. Yeah. Uh, and because it's so big, you just hear all the sort of the ruins and broken stone crunch and cr- get crushed to powder under its tumbling body. I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw. That uh, exposed it to the giants. Isn't that a bad tactical decision? No, because as soon as he uh, is done his roll and is back on his feet, he breathes fire right into the giants. They're dead. All right, what am I rolling? A dex save? A dex save. Going- Come on, bro. Keep alive. But that, okay, 11. So 11 plus 5, 16. Okay. Uh, you manage to hang on and not take any damage as he tumbles. Uh, and you, when you come back up, you're still on top of the dragon. Then you see this huge blast of flame engulf uh, the three fire giants. Talk about nine lives, am I right? <laughs> I'm going to take God, Much of bag of nails is dismay. And I'm going <laughs> to have average damage. I'm not going to roll all the damage for these guys. Um, so, all three giants are hit by the flame. I will make saving throws for each of them. They suck at this. Oh, um, okay, no. They all get uh, the full brunt of the flame, and when the flame passes, they are all still standing. Nice. Good. But badly, nice. badly, badly, badly burned. Cool. No, don't feel pity for them. Oh, right. Temporary <laughs> friends. And uh, yes, the uh, the two males who had sort of big frosty beards, their beards are mostly sort of burned off now. Uh, their faces blackened, smoke coming off of their hide and uh, piecemeal armor. And uh, the their leader, uh, she... Uh, basically points uh, toward the dragon and orders her two henchmen to rear their big axes and charge it. Uh, And uh, as these two giants run forth with their axes and attempt to hit, they make two great axe attacks each. One of them crits the dragon on one hit, and another one crits the dragon on one hit. So the dragon takes 50 points of damage from one axe and 50 points of damage from another axe. This is actually getting to be a lot of damage on Cloud. Yes, yes. What if we kill a dragon? 
Oh my we're gosh, guys, we're so good. We didn't do it. Maybe we, we should totally turn around. Did it. it was us. No. We did it. We might be able. You've let focus. And then the, uh, the female frost giant, she clutches this talisman, which looks like sort of a blood-colored stone on a chain around her neck, and she says to herself, Vorade. And she's looking around and sort of stomping around the battlefield, looking toward the ground. And, uh, Paulton, you see her kind of, even though she's burnt and charred, she seems to just ignore this, the horrible pain that this dragon's breath must have done to her, and she's stomping in the direction of your hand. God damn it. Oh my gosh. Run, buddy! <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and she's got a good stride, so um, she's, she's moving faster than your hand at present. And uh, determined, and guided by some supernatural divine insight. Uh, you but obviously got to get that necklace. Evelyn? Uh, Waffles comes out of its hole and uh, no worse for wear, uh, all told. Uh, just co- covered with what appears to be a fine gray dust. Brush some off. That's yeah. good for you. <laughs> when she shakes, this huge cloud of feathers <laughs> and dust just sort of surrounds all of you. Aw, what a good girl. Um, so, <laughs> so the general consensus I'm getting from everyone is that it's time to leave that would be DF's uh, opinion when last if we he spoke. can just get underground in the tube that's all we need but we don't okay so I, I turn to everyone and I'm like do we want to let the giant get the ring that seems like a bad idea mm-hmm. let them fight over the ring or I don't know let, let them fight over the ring or Paulton will somehow knowing him get it back here Working on it. So, uh, I don't know what to do. Run! <laughs> I'm not going to run without everyone. I don't know my way into the dungeon. I have to follow Dia. Yeah. Well, you're pretty much all together at the moment. Yeah. With the exception of Bag of Nails, who, you, who you see has done something. There are crowned of madness snake people. There are. Oh, I, know what, I know what to do with my action. I'm going to heal up Strix. Okay. I'm gonna lay on him. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to her and be like, I was just so worried about you, and just lay on hug. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Roll some roll some roll some hit points. Oh, I don't have to. I just yeah. get to oh, smell her. Oh, that's then. right. It's a lay on hands. Never mind. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You must enjoy the hugs more now because you can't smell her. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, you said you needed a lot, right? Well, I was about at about half. I'm still at about half. You only have like 50 total? I have 44 now, thanks to the death. Oh. All right, I guess I just give you 20. All right. Thank you. That's juicy. Yeah. Okay. And uh, DF, what would you like to do? Uh. Sneak uh. men, sneak men. All right, so the, the two Yanti that aren't uh, confused, yep. uh, does it look like they are completely distracted by their... Uh, Ensorcelled. Not yet, because he hasn't attacked yet, and they're not familiar with the spell, so they don't know it's coming yet. Okay. Um, from where I could, from where I am, does it seem like uh, the weaponry that they have have familiar-looking poisons, like we saw back at the marketplace yes. in Port Nyan? Oh. Yes. I also forgot my divine, my radiant thing again. Sorry. Oh, okay. So, do you want to radiant someone? Yeah. Or a vitality? Is Paulton hurt? At all? Mm, 
I mean, I'm at like 12 HP. Okay, so yes. <laughs> so a little, a little bit. So you can have four. Excellent. Oh, thank you. All right. So deal. All right. Uh, damn it. Okay. I guess I, I, the, the crown of madness is like a physical thing that appears above. Yeah, there's the like this store. weird sort of scintillating iron crown. Okay, so I could tell that Paulson yep. has like yep. messed him up. Perfect. That's what I'm counting on. All right, so then I'll, I'll use that um, horn away switch to gutter and then engage one of the Yonti bowmen. Okay. Uh, just to help finish her off. Uh, and I, while well, at the same time, kind of directing to the, the, the party that, you know, uh, get through them, you know, we're going this way, uh, et cetera. I'll, I'll catch up I'm fast if I have to or whatever. But okay. I'm just trying to, because I don't want her shooting any poison into anyone and paralyzing anyone. Okay. So I guess just an attack roll. All right. Have at it. All right. Yay. All pretty good. And it's like a, a leap, spitting slash from the rocks, uh, okay. rolling a 26. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, you hit. Great. Uh, oh, and 11 damage. Okay, excellent. Um, and as soon as you're done, Strix, what would you like to do? Uh, I just, I'm going to fireball these snakes. Okay. Yeah, I hate them. I'm trying to make a path for us to escape, like just through the forest, like... <laughs> okay. Roll your damage. Okay. They hate this. They <laughs> should. I'm glad. They should. And your fireball is big enough that you can get them all. All of them. Okay, 30. Ow. Okay, well then. Uh, the one that you just hit, DF, is incinerated by the fireball. Yes! Um, are you trying to hit the one who is ensorcelled by the crown of madness? Uh, you know what? No. Okay. I'm not going to hit that one. All right. I'm just going to let that one do do its do. All right. <laughs> then, uh, as soon as you're done, a dragon bait will stride forth and attempt to finish off one of the ones that DF hasn't attacked yet. Yeah, what a badass. Uh, he will go over and he will hit it twice. And he will murder it. Thanks, Dragon uh, Bait. So, uh, with that in mind, it is now Waffles' turn. Uh, Waffles wants to go and eat a snake. Anyone yeah, good want, girl. Anyone <laughs> want to stop her? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get him. She'll go over and pounce on some snakes and uh, try to eat one up. Oh, she hits it twice. Uh, and uh, she gets that snake in her beak and chomps it up into little bits and swallows it. And as she does... The Yuanti kind of changes back into its... Actually, do Yuanti change back when they die? Oh, no, it doesn't change if it dies. So well, she, she consumes it as a snake, and down, <laughs> it, down it goes. Nummy treat, nummy treat. <laughs> Seems very, very happy about that. And uh, the one who's got the crown of madness, since the, the other two who had reverted to the Yuanti form have died, he just goes around and starts hacking at snakes on the ground. Great. Perfect. Yes. Okay. All right. That's um, our window. Yeah. Everyone, we got to move. That, that is a wide open window. And so he goes around and starts murdering his snake companions. <laughs> and that will bring us to... Uh, 
The Yuan-Ti start to flee from him in their snaky forms, those that are badly scarred, badly burned by Strix's flames but still alive. Uh, so, Paulton, you see your crazy, deranged crown of madness guy going around, murdering snakes on the ground uh, with his sword while they try to run away from him in terror. That seems to have cleared a path in the direction that Dieth wants you all to veer off into. At the same time, you can sense that your hand is about 90 feet away. Okay. And lie, um, trying, trying to do exactly what you told it to, which is to be stealthy, lie low, bury itself, whatever. How many charges are on the ring? Is, it, is there one left? Uh, you, I believe you have two, because you used a cone of cold against the dragon, mm-hmm. and that was the last time you used it, so there are two charges on the ring left. Right, that was an interesting choice in retrospect. Um, <laughs> so, Chris Perkins, yeah. question. Yes. <laughs> Can the hand use the ring? Heck yeah, it's your hand. Uh, I will say, yeah, because it's telepathically connected to you, you can basically use the ring remotely with the hand. Okay, I want to use a charge to make a sleet storm so that it's slippery terrain so the giants can't get to it okay. and it can catch up to us. Oh, okay, so basically Sick. creating the storm between you and the giants to mm-hmm. hinder their ability to follow you. Okay. Yes. All right. So those of you who can sort of looking off in the direction of the other chaos going on in the city can see just the weather change in the vicinity and this, this sleet start to fall from the sky. Controlling the weather is pretty impressive. Evelyn is very impressed. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is insane. And then Paulton just sort of books along with the rest of the party. Bag of nails. You are on the dragon's back. Uh, there are two giants right up to the dragon, smashing it with their gigantic axes. And you're on its back. And the, the boat, the, uh, the, un, the unattended ship, is just kind of going off in a random direction, just over the ground. It'll probably eventually hit some ruin or building in the city if it just keeps going in that direction, but who knows? It's unpiloted right now. Oh, I feel like it's a double move to get to that rope. The, the, the ship rope? Yeah. So here's the interesting thing. It's still dragging that ladder. So like the ladder is just sort sure, of yeah. dragging on the ground behind the dragon right now. What? So I'm on the dragon, right? Yes, I'm you are. Back. Yes, you are. And it looks like it would be... It, it's not even sure that you're... Well, it probably knows that you're still there, but the giants are obviously a more clear and present danger to it. Do you have any sense of how damaged this dragon is? Uh, not really, right? You can, you can really sort of try, you can try to ascertain that with an insight check, or for you, a wisdom check, so you're plus three on the roll. It's taken like a couple hundred. Okay, you have no idea. Uh, okay, fair all, enough. All you know is it's I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to take two shots on its back, point blank. I'm going to flip off and use right. my move action to... Head back towards the party. Can okay. I do that? Uh, sure. But when you look in that direction, you can see what appears to be an absolutely ferocious uh, winter sleet storm that has okay, sprung up out of that. nowhere. Okay, I don't want to do that. Okay. Although it would be a great way to hide from a big red dragon. I don't have the hit points. I mean, I literally have four hit points. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, if I fall wrong and sprain my ankle, I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great way to act. <laughs> Ow, my knee! Uh, uh, All right, but make your make your attack rolls. You got two attack rolls. I rolled a four. Okay, with your plus twelve, that's not going to be enough to get through its armor. And a uh, and a thirteen. Okay, so that no, does 25. pierce. The second attack does pierce its armor. All right, so it's a it's a sorry, I don't my guy up in front of me. So that is a uh, sorry, D eight plus eight, mm-hmm. and he's injured, so it's an additional D eight. Yes, correct. So that's eight plus seven plus four. Um, nineteen. So that's nineteen. Excellent. So that's my. That's my attack action. It yep. doesn't drop? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Oh, weird. <laughs> and I'm going to justify it like this. I see that, um, I see on the back of the floating vessel, I see the, um, the crossbow. Yeah. I'm going to take my action to flip off and go hustling towards that rope. Okay. And get up, climb the rope. And then attack with the uh, the the uh, crossbow. You'll be able to get to the rope and up onto the deck of the ship at the end of your turn. Let me give you a dex roll for that jump off. Oh sure. Brit, so I do it with incredible oh. stuff. Ooh, awesome. All right, yes. Uh, so you skitter back to the ship and climb up onto its aft castle, and nice. that brings us to. The dragon and the giants. The dragon is going to hmm, see if it recharges its breath weapon. It does not. Nice. Uh, It is going to take one of its wands and detonate a fireball right around it. So it just, boom, plants one right at its feet, uh, engulfing the two giants, and it would have engulfed you too, but you're gone. Nice! (laughs) Um, so giants have to make alright the giants failed their saving throws and so take alright both of the giants are completely engulfed uh, and when the smoke clears they are both still alive but horribly 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 burned at this point uh, the fireball wasn't big enough to get the female giant because she has wandered off to try to find the hand and the ring. And let's see. Then it is going to provoke attacks of opportunity, Klauf, as it moves away from the dragon by taking to the air. The giants will both take two swings, uh, and they get will. Up. One get of them up. is going to hit the dragon. And. Uh, Give him another walloping blow. The dragon, you can tell, is bloodied. Oh, nice. shit. Guys, we're going to kill a dragon. Well, we're going to kill the dragon. He Spread has, the word. You told Spread the word. The, you told about the soul monger, so he has got to be scared for his life at least a little bit, right? Yeah, maybe a tiny bit. And then, um, yeah. The well, dragon, the, the, even though it's sort of doesn't make sense, but I want one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And, uh... No, no attack of opportunity. No attack of opportunity for you. You're too far away. Uh, and the dragon takes to the air and flies up about 
Um, I'm going to put him about 80 feet in the air. So he's got a good aerial view of pretty much everything around him. He, the waffle crew, because you guys are tucked in the walls of the palace, can't see the dragon even at that height. It's probably better for us. Yeah, that means but it we can't could see kill us. It. But you can hear its wings beating. <laughs> we can fly. We can go stab it. That's true. Evil in. Stabby, stabby. And I guess, will literally kill you. Guess whose turn <laughs> it is, Evelyn? <laughs> Holly will literally kill me in real life, actually. <laughs> but it is Evelyn's turn, just saying. Okay, is there still any danger from snake people? Uh, currently, that danger has been averted because the Crown of Madness... Oh, um, what's-his-face gets a saving throw against that, doesn't he? At the end of his turn. Right? Uh. On subsequent turns, blah, 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 blah. Also, you can make a wisdom saving throw at the end of each of your turns to end the spell. So, I forgot to do that. Is the Crown of Madness still in play? Answer is yes. He is still oh, affected by the madness. Oh, good. Okay. Cool. Evelyn, so, cool. so I... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, it's no, Evelyn, no, no, Evelyn's no. turn. Um, Evelyn is, like, like reaching toward the dragon, like, pointing, like, what if we just... Could we... And I imagine that Diaz has her arms, like, no, 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 <laughs> like, pulling her back. So Evelyn just tries to start leaving with the party in the path yeah. that they've... Okay. They've, um, but she's going to... Can she hold action um, just with her axe in case anyone comes near that she would just attack? Or no, if we're retreating, I can't do that, huh? No. Okay, so never mind then. Yeah. Do you still have your aura? Yeah, and I heal Paulton again. Okay. You get six this time. Yay! Woot! It doesn't last that long, though, Chris. It lasts like a minute, I think. So okay. maybe it's let's say it's gone. Let's say it's gone now. So poof, it goes away. You all feel. Yeah, little... but the last one, I'm like, and I just heal yeah. Paulton <laughs> like six more, okay. and it's all gone. Excellent, Dieth. Evelyn yes. is following your path. Good. Everyone, come on! All right. Double move. Get All right. right yes. Back to the path. Again, try to take the shortest path I think is possible, even if it means knocking down a wall. Whatever it is, I yep. How, whatever it to get inside this freaking tomb out of danger where you can't goddamn reach us. Okay, You're you get going. You you run. You double time it with all your party members, and you do reach a point where you do want to punch through a wall. What do you want to do to get around the wall? Uh, pulling out that horn. Smash it. All right, blast the horn. Roll it's, for be, it's awesome. Like I'm like sprinting towards yeah. it, and as I get close, I like hop up, pull out the horn, and like land on my knees. And <laughs> All right, um, roll a percentile cool. dice to see how your horn fares. Don't blow up. Please don't blow up. Don't blow up. Please. Oh my god! Oh my god! A hundred. Excellent. All right, so you blow the horn. A big blast hits the wall and just blows a huge ten foot diameter hole into it. Debris flies back away from you, and it's just this perfect new archway that you've created. Um, well, not perfect. It's kind of yeah, odd shape. But you it's hop. Enough. Yes. Once you do, you hop through, and uh, your party members quickly follow. Yeah, that um, was really scary because the double zero landed first, uh, and okay. I just like, just, like tensed <laughs> up. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. You're like, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Strix, I assume you are following. Yes, I'm also on my broom. I don't want to step on anything. Okay. I hate this place. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Dragon Maiden Waffles is following along too. Paulton, Simon, same. Uh, yes. So at this point, the hand can't really catch up because we're running. Yeah. Right. Yes. But does it does it move about as fast as we do? Uh, yeah, it's got a speed comparable to yours. 
okay, so I can at least feel that it's still like keeping the same distance and like like just following us. And is that what you wanted to do is stay within your telepathic range and try to follow you? Yeah, I can't leave the ring. I'm not allowed. So yes, it's gonna it's gonna keep following us. Okay. Um, uh, Evelyn is like, by the way, as we're running, being like, but don't we want to finish it off? Like, he'll be real mad if he doesn't die. Maybe we just Evelyn, this is the only opportunity we'll get. Question, question, question. Over the mouth, mage hand over Evelyn's mouth. Um, the so the crown of madness is still in play. La, so as you step through the hole that DF made in the wall uh, as a shortcut to get to your destination, uh, once you get through that, you will no longer be able to tell. You'll be out of sight of the Crown of Madness uh, wielding crazy guy. If I already crossed through, am I, am I like right up to it? You're right up to it. You look back and you can see he's there whacking snakes on the ground with his sword. Did I see if he has any like projectiles? Like does he have an arrow or... Like crossbow or anything? That's a very good question. Um, where's my book? He uh, does have a short bow, yes. But he's not using it currently. He's using his great sword. Am I able to uh, redirect him to try and attack the dragon? Nice. That's, that's a good question. Good one. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I'm not sure if he's directable. Let me just double check the spell. Okay. Because uh, I know I can no, choose. No, no, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can totally send him off <laughs> on a suicide cool. mission. <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. He's the hero of the story. <laughs> He'll stop killing his subordinates and go recharging after the dragon. All right, guys. Good news. Snake eyes on the dragon. Not sure what it'll do, but it's something. All right. And then you step through the hole in the wall, and he, oh, yeah. he disappears from sight. Bag of nails. You climb up onto the back deck of the drifting ship the unmanned vessel, and uh, you mount onto the crossbow. Um, you can see it's, it's locked and loaded. So I will, so I will bring her around, because I feel like I'm going this way, the dragon's gone up. Yeah. Um, you can try to angle the crossbow two, up. Yeah, yeah, I'll take two shots at, at the, uh, well, I get, how many shots do I get? I get two on a normal turn. You get one shot with the crossbow. So so it's 80 feet, so I'll take a shot with my bow, okay. and then I'll go to the cross. All right? Uh, you, can only shoot, I... you can only shoot one weapon or the other. Oh, God damn. Crossbow. Um, I'm going to... Do I have a... Because I don't really know how much... Because I had two shots with my bow, and I'm yeah. badass. Yeah. Do I have a sense of how great this crossbow will be? You've never shot it. <laughs> and now you are a member of the Waffle Crew. Congratulations. You are now a member of the Waffle Crew. <laughs> how far away is he? 80 feet? Yeah. He's 80 feet up. How far away am I? Uh, for simplicity, I'll say he's 80 feet away from you. Okay, so the little triangle. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to shoot the crossbow. Okay. Is this what DF wants me to do? Yep. Jerry wants me to do that. So I shoot the crossbow. I rolled a 15. Okay. If you kill this dragon, this is going to be the most legendary guest. I rolled a 15. Achievement. So okay. One moment, please. Just checking something. And then, let me just tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. It's not, <laughs> not about this dragon. 
go ahead. I'm going to grab the steering wheel, roll it around, and aim at its fucking belly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. So you <laughs> fire, you you fire the big crossbow, and then you jump over to the wheel yeah, to turn the ship around. around. Okay, now, but first I, of all, uh, you rolled a, a 15, you said? Yeah, and a plus 12 okay. is with the basilisk. All right. Uh, so the, the, the crossbow is plus 8. So 15 plus 8 is 23. His armor class is 22, so you did hit. Nice! <laughs> the cross- do, you get, do you still get Colossal Slayer on a crossbow? How does that... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not only that, but you didn't know this, but it's loaded with a arrow of dragon slaying. No! So I need you... Actually, I have to make a saving throw for the dragon. Actually, yeah, this might, this might not work as expected. He's yeah, that's going to kill a dragon. The dragon's got to oh make a constitution gosh. saving throw. Mm-hmm. Jared, I love you for mumbling. I never... <laughs> no problem, dude. That's what I'm here for. It's like the only thing I can do. <laughs> okay. Uh, the dragon did save against it, so instead of doing just 3d10 points of damage, uh, if it had failed its save, it would have taken an extra 6d10 points of damage, but it made it so it takes an extra 3d10 damage, so you do a total of 6d10 damage. It's still a lot. Yes. That is a lot of damage. Yes. And then add a d8 for Colossal Slayer. And then add a d8 for Colossal Slayer. Colossal Slayer, because I feel like that's a good way to go. So I rolled a 7. I don't have to struggle. Everyone believes me. It's okay, 7. seven. So, so now I'm rolling the D10. How many D10s? Uh, six D10. Okay, you're counting, Jerry. Yep. So nine, three, seven. Reroll because it went off the table. Two, four, six. That's funny. That should be it. Nine. That's so, it. Six D10, right? Oh, take off the last nine, I think. Okay. Um, oh, damn. damn, I just lost track. <laughs> Reroll? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Seven plus. Okay, roll, roll, the ten, roll six times. All right, ready? Right? Yep. Six? Six. Three. Three. Eight. Eight. Nine. Nine. Nice. Six. Wow. Eight. Okay, that's it. All right, so 9, 17, 26, 32, 40 extra points on top of your 7 is 47 points of damage. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, when the arrow slices into the dragon, it lets out the most horrible wail you've ever heard. The dragon is not killed, but you, you think, based on the sound that it's making, it has never experienced any such sharp pain in its yes! life. <laughs> and This is a great way to yes. And as soon as it's hit, it sort of shocks it for a minute there that it almost forgets to fly um, and then regains its senses and starts flying. But you see it just flies off like a a scared British schoolchild. Oh, no! (laughs) Uh, So it just... And it's just screaming at the top of its lungs as it's flying away. Like it's got the... Opportunity! Bye, bitch! (laughs) So you hop over to the wheel and you start to turn this big chip around toward it and start to chase after it. (laughs) As it goes. um, It is a good day to die. It is a good day to die. 
Uh, Kill me, damn right. you! And that's the end of Bag of Nails action. And the, all, the rest of the party, by the way, hears this horrible scream, and you're like, is it dead? Is the dragon dead? It sounds like a death scream. You guys, we killed a dragon. And then you sort of hear more flapping wings. Dang. And they get a little bit more faint. I think he left! And, uh... I have no sense I'm going to catch him, right? Um, you think that the dragon will outpace you in this giant thing. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a way to amp up the propeller in this thing, you don't know, but the, the rate you're going, you're going to lose steady ground. Um, but, you know, hunts are never easy. Right. I'm after. Yeah. And, uh, Waffle Crew, you are, uh, uh, making your way along, Evil and Death, Strix, Palton, and company. Palton, uh, you sense... Oh, I have to make a check for her. Um, that your hand has stopped following you, and you realize telepathically that's because the frost giantess is standing in the middle of the sleet storm with the hand in her clutches. Oh. And I'm still... Under the hands, or I'm still under the rings control. That's correct. So you stop running. I stop running. All right. The rest of the party moves ahead of you, uh, Diath, as you glance back and whatnot. As you all glance back, you see that Paulton has uh, not no longer following the rest of you. Paulton, come on! They got the ring. That. All right. See ya. <laughs> no. And then he runs, runs back the other him. direction. Yeah. No, Evelyn runs after him. She tries to tackle him. Right. Uh, yeah, Evelyn, uh, uh, when your turn comes around, uh, you've got... Well, Paulton, what's your speed? Uh, that's a good question. I think it's 30 feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably if, you're, if you're running across the ground, okay. it's 30 feet. Yep. All right. Yep, it is. And your flying speed, Evelyn, is 30 feet. Um, so you can chase after him. We're all chasing after him. Come on. We're not leaving him behind. No, Strix is like, no, no, no. We'll just pick him up. You can pick him up. It's fine. You're strong. Let's go. Was it my, wait, was that, was that actually my turn? Or yeah, you said just... it, on your turn. Everybody was basically following the same course of action until you realized something was wrong and then you stopped. So it happened on your turn, basically. And you started. Oh, I didn't realize that was my turn. But you, no, you can do, what else would you like to do? Okay. I'm going to use my last slot in Dimension Door toward the ring to get there faster. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Bamf. This is terrible! Okay, well, you can get right there. Okay, cool, I'm there. All right, you appear in the middle of your uh, slick little sleet storm. Uh, you see this towering 24-foot-tall frost giantess scarred by fire. She doesn't seem too troubled by the sleet. It looks like frost giants are really good at walking in these winter conditions. And she's got your little hand in what you assume to be her fist. And Does she... Can I appear so she doesn't initially interest me? Uh, uh, yeah, she, when you first appear, uh, she is too preoccupied with the hand and barking at her henchmen to even notice that you're there. Okay, cool. That's your action. Yes, um, ring still have a charge left on it. It does. And uh, the rest of you just see Paulton step through a door, and then it closes behind him. Zip! Uh, how far are we away now? From whom? From Paulson. You don't know. You're well, how far are we away from the battlefield? About a hundred feet. Okay. 
Whose turn is it? Or is it all of us? Uh, well, after Paulton would go, the next person in the Waffle Crew initiative will be Bag of Nails. So, Bag? Um, <laughs> well... What course of action would you like to take? Well, I feel like we're in a good, a, a good little point of our relationship. Mm-hmm. I could... You know, that could continue on the dragon quest. I don't feel like that's what he really wants. Um, or I could turn around and go try to help. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it up to you. Um, I, I think that the, I think that he's looking to die in glory. Okay. The dragons, I'm never going to catch a grown dragon. I don't really care about dying in the dragon's grasp. Right. Well, um, yeah, there's, it's, it's an interesting call because, you know, there's no foe mightier than the dragon. And in its wounded state, sure. it is more vulnerable than it's likely to be in a long, long time. So you have, the, you have the best sort of fighting chance of ever defeating this legendary monster and distinguishing yourself in the annals of history by being the first tabaxi ever to kill an ancient white red dragon in the history of the universe. Um, and as far uh, as we're concerned, or, we're going to say you did it. Um, and... Uh, you know that you know the dragon's going to go to ground somewhere, sometime, and uh, you know you're not using any of your energy. Yeah, in fact, I can heal. I- I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, I will continue on the journey to murder the glorious dragon. All right. Cloth, 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 yeah. cleath, cloth. All right. So, cloth's nemesis takes the acquisitions ink air balloon and just sort of slowly, methodically begins hunting down his wounded worm prey. Godspeed. We're all stranded in Omu. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And you're just there at the captain's wheel. I'll heal myself with my remaining uh, first level. All right. You give yourself some hit points. All right. I often, and who knows, maybe you'll find some crew on the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was fun, guys, for letting me play with you. <laughs> awesome. No, I, amazing. You still have those crossbows and stuff. That's true. Pew, pew, pew. I load it by myself. Yeah. <laughs> you probably do a better job than Hibner. <laughs> All right. And wait till you find out what's hidden in the hold. Um, anyway. What? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's a story for another time, folks. Uh, but to round out the initiative count, right after Paulton disappears through his doorway, Evelyn, you would be next up in the initiative order. Uh, as soon as I ensure that the rest of the party is coming with me, I just double move, follow him. Okay. Uh, do you want to stay around the, the walls or do you want to fly up over the walls? Over. Okay, then I'll have you make a perception check to see what you see. 19. All right, yes, you can see Paulton, tiny little figure, standing behind this frost giantess who doesn't seem to be engaging him in any meaningful way, suggesting that she hasn't noticed that he's bamped there. Um, And they're sort of in the middle of what appears to be a petering out sleet storm, and the ground all around them is covered with snow. Uh, can the party still see me since I'm flying? Could they, I can, they can see you, yeah. So I just I just point. Okay. DF, what do you do on your turn? 
uh, let out a very noticeable, audible grunt of frustration. Okay. <sighs> Through the broken walls, too, you can actually kind of see parts of the crumbled down, tumbled down palace, which is sort of your ultimate destination in the heart of this maze. You're like, it's right there. It's, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. Ah. Uh, so... I can, uh, so looking back, can I see what Paulton is currently engaged with? No, there are too many wall barriers between you uh, and he. Um, you being on the ground, you don't have Evelyn's high vantage point. But she's going like this. Uh, Evelyn, how many? It's just the one, right? There, oh, are, there, there are three surviving giants, but there's one close to Paulton, and the other two are being called over. He was like, three, it's okay, just fight him, it'll be good. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, God damn it! And Dieth, uh, uh, cunning action, dash, double move, starts moving his way back. Uh, trying to, I guess, make his way towards wherever Paulton is. Okay. I, uh, I, I don't know where Dragon, he went, just, Dragon I, bait I starts, just smells like frustration. Yes, same, <laughs> as do I. Yeah, we all smell like frustration, Dragon yeah. Evelyn right. doesn't. She smells like heroism. God all right, it. nice. And uh, he'll, make, he'll follow you back, and that brings us to Strix, sort of ending where we started. Oh, rad. Um, I will... You're faster because you have your broom. Yes, I will get as close as I need to to cast a fifth-level fireball on the giant's. And Paulton, where they are. Okay. Because I'm done with these. I'm done with them. Can They're already get, hurt. Can you fly up high enough to do that? I can zoom my broom up, and Fireball has like a really high, a really yeah. big. Um, yes. Distance. So yes. I'm, so yeah, you you can fly up sixty feet. Let loose the fireball. One hundred fifty feet. So I can stay one hundred and fifty feet away and yeah. still catch. Yeah. You can basically just fly straight up where you are. See the battlefield yeah. and just drop the fireball on top of them all. Roll yeah. your damage. I'm just gonna bring up the dice roller because it's easier. And, I, and Paulton's <laughs> just sitting there like, yep, and it's just going around him. Hold on. Oops. Put it in the wrong thing. I'm just using the dice roller because it's too many and I can't count. What? One. Fifth level two. Yeah, that's all the only one she has. All right. Well, the dice roller thing is messing up, so I'm gonna have to roll real dice and use real math, which is too hard for for Holly. So. We'll help. Right, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's eight. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Thirteen, fourteen. Okay, um, as your detonation goes off, the two male frost giants are blown off their feet, their axes go flying through the air, and their incinerated blackened bodies just land with a thump down on the snow and sleet, and they Damn. both expire. Uh, is like, we're done with this! <laughs> yeah. uh, the female giantess, who also took it all, uh, engulfed by the flame, she just sort of weathers it. She crunches her eyes up, 
clenches her fists and just sort of stands in the middle of it and takes it all and is still standing when all is said and done. And, of course, Paulton is not touched in the least. Although all the snow around you, Paulton, all the sleet and stuff is just sort of melted away by the fireball blast. Uh, and uh, then uh, Drufi will uh, see where the fireball came. Break off, you stupid giants! She says, La Verden Frisa. I don't know what you said in the nine hells, but I don't care! All right. We're leaving! And that's where we'll stop. <gasps> oh, man. Chris, really quick. Is the stake man still just going to chase after the dragon on foot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, we will pick up next week. And uh, we have not seen the last of Bag of Nails, I think. <laughs> oh. yeah. So thank, wow. thank you, Matthew. We've never had a, a guest try yeah. so hard to die and then, and then stay alive. Yeah. We've never had a guest stay alive to begin with, very rarely. <laughs> I, the, the one guest that tries to die nearly kills a dragon. Yeah. Yes. I know. It's like, this is what huh. people should have been trying to do all along. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, guys, like, you guys scared Cloth. He is, he's really scared yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, Bag of Nails scared Cloth. Mm. Yeah. Uh, any any parting announcements uh, before we break for this week? And uh, I've got one. Pax Ooh. South in San Antonio is this coming week, and I will be at the show uh, signing autographs with uh, some other folks you may know from Acquisitions Incorporated. And I will also be running a live game there, the continuation of the live game that we ran at <laughs> Pax Unplugged. With Jim Dark Magic, Omen Drawn, and uh, Viari as children. They've been transformed into kids, and they are with Rosie Beestinger, played by Kate Welch. Be sure to watch to see how mad they get at the end when they realize they don't have an airship. I have no idea what's going to happen. Their airship has just been stolen by a tabaxi. And they probably heard all of the like screams that were made. It was terrible. I mean, technically, it wasn't stolen. It was, you know, saved. Commandeered. Commandeered. Yes. yes, yes. All right. Uh, Anything else? We'll as be al- watching the show. Yeah. As always, you can go to the Dice Camera Action subreddit to join in on all the different discussions. There's always a discussion thread every week on the current episode. Lots of people sharing different fan arts, different fan fictions, a lot of theories, a lot of cosplay. Uh, it's been really picking up there's been just tons of it, some really cool stuff there's like a four-page comic from last week's episode uh people have been making some amazing things so be sure to join the discussions over at the subreddit as i spam that link uh additionally uh some smaller i guess uh, convention announcements uh, i'll be at katsukan in the middle of february uh, in National Harbor, Maryland. It's a huge cosplay convention. Uh, not really there, like, as a guest or doing panels or anything. I'll just be there. Uh, but there is a D&D cosplay meetup on that Friday. I oh. might come to that if I'm available. Uh, I'm hoping to be. No promises, but will you I might be, try to come to that. Will you be in your DF alter ego? Uh, if I can fit and bring him, possibly. We'll see. Okay. I honestly don't know. It kind of depends on a lot of factors. But if you're there and you see me around, uh, please feel free to say hi. 
And then another quick uh, convention announcement is that I'll be at uh, the EGLX convention in Canada in March. Uh, mm, more cool. details on that coming soon. I have a, I have a TV show on NBC that starts in February. Ooh. I can tell you about it. So I'm on a show called Good Girls, which if you watch the Golden Globes, it felt like it was all for it. Um, but it's a great show. It's about three women that sort of take back the power in their lives. And I play a, a, one of the bad husbands on that show. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to be great. So we're on. Fantastic. On Right after the premiere of The Voice, and um, I'm really proud to be on the show. The show's great. Awesome. Cool. Yay. Very cool. Yay. That's so cool. I will check that out. NBC, you said? Yeah, yeah NBC. Yeah, okay. There was another big announcement this week on Nate's Twitter. That's right. Yeah, congrats, Nate. Congratulations, Nate. Yeah. Got engaged. It's a thing. Yay, me. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. Everyone tell him congratulations. Yep. They were already doing it in the chat before you even said that. They were like, yay. Mm -hmm. Yay. Thank you, guys. All right. Well, I believe, unless something weird happens, next week the party will be descending into the underground. Uh, something weird always happens. Into the, <laughs> in, into, into the den of danger, as it were. And so that's where we'll be next Tuesday. Um, and uh, until then, cheers, everybody. Have a great night, a great week, and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. And Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. Until next week, happy hunting. <laughs>